0: Hey, everybody, it is Jen here with p40ministries.com. And today we are starting in Genesis chapter 7, and I will be reading 1 through 12 today. And if you were listening to some of my previous podcasts in Genesis, you would have heard about the Nephilim and how Noah lived a blameless life, and how God gave him the dimensions for the ship he was to build, or the ark, and also that God caused the animals to come into the ark as well, which we will actually be discussing more about on um, Friday as well. So let's go ahead and start reading Genesis 7 verse 1 and finish on verse 12. Yahweh said to Noah, come with all of your household into the ship, for I've seen your righteousness before me in this generation. You shall take seven pairs of every clean animal with you, the male and his female. Of the animals that are not clean, take two, the male and his female. Also of the birds of the sky, seven and seven, male and female, to keep seed alive on the surface of the earth. In seven days I will cause it to rain on the earth for 40 days and for 40 nights. I will destroy every living thing that I have made from the surface of the ground. Noah did everything that Yahweh commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters came on the earth. Noah went into the ship with his sons, his wife, and his son's wives because of the floodwaters. Clean animals, unclean animals, birds, and everything that creeps on the ground went by pairs to Noah into the ship, male and female, as God commanded Noah. After the seven days, the floodwaters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, On the same day, all the fountains of the great deep were burst open, and the sky's windows were opened. It rained on the earth for forty days and for forty nights. So I want to just make a really quick note. So I know I've been talking a lot about the Nephilim, and I feel like I'm kind of obsessed with them at this point, but I'm going to mention them one more time. So one thing I don't think I made super clear with some of my other episodes was I've been putting a lot of blame on the fallen angels who produced the Nephilim children. But I want to also point out that it was just as much of the blame on the humans as well so humanity was definitely at fault here because they were allowing this to happen the women were sleeping with these spirits and this was a sin and I believe that I don't I don't believe for a second that these women didn't know what they were getting into I truly think that they did know because how could God blame humanity for this if they didn't know what they were doing so I truly believe that these women knew what they were getting into and wanted that for themselves so And plus, on top of that, they were just sinful constantly. So it was definitely humanity's fault. And I wanted to point that out and make that clear that it wasn't just the fault of the fallen angels or the Nephilim and, you know, all that good stuff. But it was also the fault of the humans greatly, the fault of the humans. So in verse one, when Yahweh says to Noah, come with all of your household into the ship for I've seen your righteousness before me in this generation. He's saying to Noah, you are the only person I have found here to be righteous. And then he goes on to say, well, he goes on to tell Noah about clean and unclean animals. And from what I've seen, this is the first mention of clean and unclean animals in the Old Testament. So according to Jewish culture, a clean animal and also according to God in the Old Testament a clean animal is an animal that is healthy for human beings to eat so that would include cows and lambs and goats and an unclean animal is one that is not healthy for humans to eat and that would be pigs and um, I don't know dogs and stuff like that and so God is telling Noah here, he clearly told Noah which, which animals were clean and unclean because he is saying to Noah, take seven pairs of every clean animal with you, the male and his female. So he's saying, take more of the animals that you are going to eat and that humanity is going to eat this will allow them to repopulate faster so that they're just not extinct when everybody starts eating these animals so he's telling Noah to take more clean animals than unclean animals but he also does tell Noah to take unclean animals as well but not as many because humanity just won't be eating them and so he, he's telling um telling noah to take seven pairs of the clean animals but only two of the just one pair of the unclean animals and then also of the birds of the sky seven and seven male and female to keep their seed alive on the surface of the earth so also for the birds god is saying to noah take more birds and then he goes on to tell Noah that in seven days I will cause it to rain on the earth for 40 days and for 40 nights. So we often see those those pictures of, you know, the, the cartoons of the turtles going really slowly into the ark. And I saw one recently on Facebook that somebody shared of these two tiny little snails that were like inching along and the floodwaters are coming. And Noah's like, take your time, it's okay. And, you know, we see cartoons like that all the time, but that's not how it was because it says clearly right here that God gave them seven days after the ark was built to get situated to get everything and all the animals into the ark so they definitely had plenty of time to get the animals into the ark but it took seven days for them to get situated and then for God to cause the floodwaters to come in. And it says that Noah did every single thing that Yahweh commanded him to do. And that Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters came on the earth. And then it goes on to say that all of the animals and Noah with his family went into the ark. And it even says the exact day that Noah was when the flood waters hit. It he was 600 years old in on the second month on the 17th day. 17th day of that month. So he was 600 years old and 2 months and 17 days years old when the flood waters came in. But then it says something really interesting here at the end. The skies windows were open. And also the fountains of the great deep were burst open and it covered the land. So what does that mean? Well, if you were listening in on the creation of the earth with me, it said, I think in Genesis chapter two, that God created these fountains of water that came out of the earth to water all of the land. Now, see, we don't have that anymore. We have to water our own land. But in creation, God created <clears throat> this these fountains that came out of the ground to water the land. And it was just a way to help keep everything lush and green and perfect for humanity before the sin nature. And I personally believe that since we don't have those fountains coming out of the ground anymore, that that is what it means when the, the fountains of the great deep were burst open because it says the waters were coming from both the bottom and from the top when God flooded the earth. So I personally think it was these fountains that God created at the beginning that came up and that were supposed to water the whole land, but instead flooded the whole land. And then it says the sky's windows were opened. And if you listened in with my guest speaker, Pastor Mike, or my brother-in-law, Mike, you would have heard him talking about a canopy that surrounded the earth. Now, there's a lot of debate on whether this canopy existed or not back in, um, in these days but a lot of people speculate that this canopy uh, at this point like just fell on the earth and that would have created tons and tons of waters that came from both the sky and from the ground and that's what a lot of people speculate that it means when the sky's windows were open that this canopy dropped down Onto the earth and just flooded the whole earth. And then on top of that, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. So, with all of this water, it probably would not have been very hard for God to flood the whole earth. But that is a breakdown at the beginning of Genesis chapter 7. And join me tomorrow. We will be back in Matthew discussing the Sermon on the Mount. And then also on um, Friday, join me again, 6.30 a.m., for another discussion of the animals and the flood. So definitely join me for that. And as usual, happy listening and God bless everybody.